Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, welcome to the Curator Podcast. This is episode 16. Hi, hello, welcome once again, dear listener, to the Curator Podcast. I am once again, and forever will be, with a bit of luck, your host, Mark Fraser, and this is, of course, episode number 16. Sometimes I'll turn on the microphone and I will have no clue what to say. A recurring theme of late in a lot of the things that I have been posting online is that I just don't have a clue what I'm doing, and it's true. But you know what? It seems to be working out okay. So now that I've hit record and that I'm talking, I guess the the best thing to do is just to see what shakes out. Over the past week or so, since the Modern Life is War interview came out, I've been reflecting and listening back on some of the old episodes, and it's really weird to see the progression, both in style and, of course... And the sound production as well. Obviously I'd be getting better. And if you're a long time listener for this show. Then hopefully you've noticed the difference as well. I say it quite a lot. But I do mean it. If you've got any feedback you want to give me. Then please just let me know. I always want to get better. If you think. Even if you think an interview has been particularly poor. Then please let me know. I, I want to improve. I want to get better. I enjoy doing this but I also enjoy improving and learning new things. So, yeah, if you have anything you want to say, I'm happy to, to listen. So any advice would be gratefully appreciated. On this episode, I have Josh from Milk Teeth. Now, this interview also took place at Heavy Fest after the other Heavy interviews. That's the Creeper one, the Fight Star one, and the Dillinger Escape Plan one. So... This interview is a lot more relaxed, you know. Thankfully, despite getting farcically drunk on the Friday night, I was actually not that hungover on the Saturday. And I think a good long walk around the animal park was also something which helped. Anyway, I'm rambling on. Josh is a really interesting guy. He's really intense. As you'll come to hear in this interview, they actually really care about their songwriting craft. What is clear to me, though, is... Like so many other people on this podcast, he's passionate about what he does. He's passionate about being creative. And that obviously, you know, is quite dear to him. It's quite close to him. So it was really good to hear him talking about that. I don't want to give away too much of the interview. I want you to listen to it. So, yeah. I first came across Milk Teeth through the Gallows interview with Lags and Stuart. And he was talking about Milk Teeth 
he spoke about them a little bit in the interview, but he also spoke about them after the interview. And subsequently, I put a Milk Teeth song in that interview because, well, they released an EP on Venn Records and the Gallows Chaps spent a bit of time talking about Venn Records. So it seemed only fair. So I'm going to open up this podcast with a song from their Sad Sack EP. The song is called Vitamins. My immaculately bearded friend was in awe of your passion, I guess, and that's kind of what this podcast is all about, which is great. How are you doing, though? Let's start off with that question. Yeah, I've, I think I think I felt better after shows before, but I've definitely felt worse. I feel like uh, every time we play, I, I'm i still at that point now where I don't sleep the night before, and I blame it on my sleeping pattern because of my job, but it's definitely just because I'm very, very excited, and you get kind of apprehensive before. 
So I was very, very tired before we even started, and then everything that happened when we were up there. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was, it wasn't. Uh, it's quite difficult to deal with because you kind of like you know that it can. You feel like you're playing badly, but when it's something technical like it was with the sound and stuff, you kind of there's nothing you can do about it. But you feel bad, and it feels wrong to you because you know it's hard to, you know get into it when you can't you know what I mean like we play really loud we like it loud so uh you know it kind of afterwards was semi deflating in a sense but also at the same time like having people come up afterwards and being like that was like so rad like people like saying like the way you handled that the way that was done was great like that makes that makes me feel good do you know what I mean because we whenever we play live like we'll, we play we'll play like 30, 30 people like you know and like loads of people and we it's the same show every single time because our drummer said it earlier on, he was trying not to sound selfish when he said it, but he was like, at the end of the day, like, we do this for the fans that like it, but we would do this anyway, regardless of how many people, this is for us, do you know what I mean? So it's very much like that, which was also why it was kind of hard today, because it was like, it was hard to do it for yourself because you couldn't really even hear yourself, do you know what I mean? But uh, I still feel good, it was nice to play a show. I, you know, I would do it again over, even if it went like that again, I'd still play it again, because it's just a pleasure to play, so... It's interesting you said that uh, like you you couldn't get into it because like you felt as though you couldn't do it for yourself. Mm. I've often felt, and the sense I've got from other people that I've spoken to is that creating art and creating music is probably one of the most selfish things that you could you could possibly oh, yeah. do. Completely, yeah. No, it is. Like you think you think about it. Like even when you're doing it to a crowd, you're semi doing it to a crowd for the recognition and for the applause that you get. Do you know what I mean? Because you see some bands, and if people don't clap, they get really annoyed, and it's like, well would you have created that anyway if no one was going to clap for you? So it is it's semi-selfish even when you're doing it for other people because you still want them to clap because you want it to feel all right for you, do you know what I mean? But like anything, it's nice for someone to say it's good. Do you know what I mean? It's being able to be okay with the fact that not everyone's going to like it. That's when it becomes, well, it's still selfish at that point, you're doing it for yourself, but it's being able to deal with the fact that not everyone's going to like it, but it's okay because, as we said, it's a selfish thing. And as long as you still like it and you still love doing it, then that's fine. It's just being able to come to terms with that. It took us a while. Do you know what I mean, we used to get quite angry. We'd be like, you know, come on, like we're giving you everything, and there's people on the front with their phones and stuff like that. And it got to a point a couple of shows a while back when we'd been on tour that someone would be on their phone at the front, and we'd just be like, look, like we'd say, like, can you just go to the back and do that? Like, I don't care that you do that, but I don't want to see that. And these people in the front, there's people that want to come to the front, but you're all stood at the front on your phones. Uh, but, yeah, it's being able to deal with that now because of the amount of shows we've played. There can be people fucking around and not really caring, and we're like, no, because, one, this is for us. Two, there's people out there that are really loving this regardless. Like today, we might not all feel great about it, but people said that it was really good, and that's kind of makes you feel better about it. Don't that's, yeah, that's totally cool, um, I kind of something similar I could say I guess to that is uh, I once seen a rapper called P.O.S. supporting Bouncing Souls okay. and uh, like it was like obviously it's a rap artist playing my punk band and he just came on stage and he was like hey guys I'm going to play some rap music if you guys don't like it you can, can you just turn around and face the back of the wall because I'm going to fucking do it anyway like yeah. regardless of what, exactly. what, what you do no, that's it like you've got to be able to just know that you you know you're going to have to do it regardless like even if you like a, a case where like you get in paid or not do you know what I mean it's just you know like yeah you get there's people that will do this for nothing for free and that's that's fucking great do you know what I mean like the point that we're at now like I would I personally would happily just carry on like this having 
because obviously like where you would play so much you can't work so having your travel covered is fine but that's fine that's enough because I get to do this I get to make this you know what I mean and shows like this and shows where people don't care you just got to remember the fact that these are the those are the things that, the feelings that you have to feel and the things you have to go through to be able to have the like the opportunity and the privilege to actually make something the fact that I can go into the studio and record an album of songs that me and my friends have wrote and people are going to buy that is ridiculous because there's some people out there that are really really fucking good at what they do and don't get a chance to do it I mean we've got friends in bands that we've played on tours with who don't get the recognition that they should because it's like maybe a wrong place wrong time thing or like one of them you know pissed off someone or they were in another band you know what I mean so the fact that we have the privilege to do that do you know what I mean? If people are not, people don't want to like it, that's okay because um, there's people that still do and I'm getting to do that. And that's ridiculous when you think about it, that you can just wake up. Like, I, I work, but I just work in a bar, so I wake up in the middle of the day whenever I want, do you know what I mean? And I just play my guitar and I can kind of sit there and not feel like I'm wasting my time because I, you know, that's going to become something. And that's really, really, really cool. And everyone should do that as much as possible. And it's just a shame when you see... Because like I said about the getting paid thing, people get to a level where they're like, you know, you have the passion on stage of the bands that aren't getting paid and then you get the middle where bands are still really passionate and they're getting paid enough to cover it. And then it's a real shame because sometimes you get really big bands that get paid a lot of money. You can tell they still love what they do. And it's when it gets to that point where they're so, they're, you know, they're getting paid and they don't love what they do. That, that feels like, that feels cheated. That feels wrong. It's like, you know, you should step down now. So... Uh, someone else can come in because there's only there's not there's not, well, not there's like a strict amount of space but there's only so much room do you know what I mean there's only so many bands you can put on a festival and if one turns up and you know they just stand there and play and don't react to anything that goes on and there's another band that you know that are the same size and really good and really love what they do like why aren't they playing do you know what I mean and that's just because of like you know your Facebook likes and stuff like that but you know the fact that you're allowed to do that like that should be enough the fact that you can record music and play it in front of people, like, that's your reason for doing it. So, like you said, that dude, he was just like, if you don't like it, turn back. I'm still going to do it because he he loves doing it. Do you know what I mean? We do the same thing. Yeah. You, do you worry that, that, or I guess hopefully it won't ever come to this point, but do you ever actively worry now that you guys are doing a lot more and stuff that you're going to become, like, one of those bands that just, like, you know, it's just getting paid for it and not really enjoying it? Does that ever cross your mind that something that might happen? I think it can happen to literally anyone or anything at any time. However, however it is, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's only one example. I talk about him all the time because he's literally my favorite person, like artist and shit. But like, I just finished the Elliot Smith book, Torment Saint, and like anybody who knows anything about him will know that, you know, he 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 hate you know he hated having to play in front of people and stuff like that. Uh, and it got to a point later on in his life where he he said like if if the will and the want to be able to make the music dies then there's no need for him to keep doing what it is that he does I mean I'm not saying it in that drastic way but that's a drastic example of the fact that if at any point one of us or me personally decides that I'm just doing this now for money I'll stop doing it and I'll find something else to do because anything can get like that you could be someone could be creating you know making a painting you know and get halfway through it and it could be amazing and someone could want to pay loads of money for it and they could just go i don't want to do this and chuck it away exactly the same and i don't mean to say it like this band is something that i could just chuck away or anyone could just chuck away it's not disposable but you have to know the point when to stop because then it starts to become waste you know 
everything should like if you're gonna die off and you're gonna stop like do it in your prime don't do it don't fucking fade it out and just keep going until the point where everyone can tell I've seen bands recently at festivals we played and I look at them and I'm like I know why you're here I know why you're doing this and it makes their performance really fucking bad we just did 2000 Trees and we uh, everyone else went to watch Alkaline Trio and we uh, we went to watch Twilight Sad and those guys have been around for ages but you can tell when that man comes on the stage that he still fucking loves what he's doing and they deserve to get paid whatever you know because they probably do get paid a fair amount of money ridiculous amounts but they deserve that because fine if that's an incentive for them to do it but they still love doing it when they're doing it whereas you go watch some bands that get paid a lot just stand still I personally wouldn't feel okay doing it do you know what I mean money's not an object for me I have a job I work I get by like my mum knows I said to her I was like I might never make any money from this and she's like, that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Because you're doing what you want to do. And it's always just that being realistic and knowing that at any point you could just wake up one morning and be like, yo, I don't like playing this music or that music anymore. But as long as when you're doing it, you're loving it, then that's fine. At the moment, every single one of us is loving it. And that's why today went like it did. Because some bands, when things go wrong, they just get through it and they act all happy and they act fine. But I miss not well personally I couldn't a lot of us like we couldn't help it the way that we acted and the way that we felt but also you know I don't want to lie to anybody out there and then be like oh they were really bad but they like they were having a good time like yo like we sounded bad and we were we knew it and we weren't happy about the sound and we let them know do you know what I mean and that's why everyone acted the way they did like we play shows all the time and I don't throw microphone stands around and I don't jump on drum kits and we don't we don't fucking get like that and I don't call people out unless I you know I'm honest with it if I'm having a really good time at a show like I'll tell everybody I'll be like thank you like so much when I say it I mean it and when I'm angry I'll let them know you know and I'll be honest like and you gotta be the same way in whatever it is you create and when you're doing it don't lie to people and be like you know oh I still love what I do no you don't you're doing this for the money we're not stupid it's pretty obvious do you know what I mean is that transparency of emotion must be quite um, must be quite important to you then, and the, and the art that you create? But that is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like you know, like let you got you got like when you go up, like I'm quite like now, like I never was before, but I'm really private now. Like I'm very, I don't like you know, I have a very few select amount of friends, and I don't really share anything much with them. So when it's up there, it's all on the line. Do you know what I mean? If there's something to be seen, like that's the place to see it because that's one of the reasons why I do it. You know, because it's my chance to do that. Because instead of spending weeks, you know, moaning, like, you know, complaining to my mother or something like that, and like, you know, I go up and I do that, and it's okay. And that's why we write like that. We write really fast as a band because I think we're all very like that. And it's like something's happened, it needs to happen now. I can't like hold on to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't play hardly any songs off of our first record anymore because. Yeah. The reason literally is because they're not relevant anymore and I you can't play a song that doesn't mean anything because if you pretend it you lie to people, do you know what I mean? We play Grease off the first record because that song's always gonna mean something to me because of what it's about. And we'll probably always play Vitamins because of what that's about to Becky. But we're getting to a point now where we're like, you know, we've we've been home and we've been writing some stuff and we're like, we're ready to play these tracks now because these things are still prominent. Like, I'm not saying once you write a song and you play it once it goes away, it does last, but some things are permanent and some aren't. But you have to be honest on stage. I really, really dislike when I see a band and they... Uh, they'll play a really emotional song and then minutes afterwards they're like, all right, hey guys, you know, oh, that's rad. And it's like, how can you go from one to the other? Like, 
if I'm feeling like pushed back from how great a response it is, like sometimes I can't say anything, and that's just like a thing that happens. And if I'm really mad, like I was today, I'll just say it because, like you know, and it comes out in the performance. It's it's when you see people go from performance to uh, the way they speak. Do you know, what I mean, it all looks very planned, and that's yeah, yeah, that's not what music is though. If you wanted to do that go to acting school because that's you, you know, that's what you want to do but if you want to play music in front of people people want to see music their favorite imagine imagine you know you go to watch band they play your favorite record they play your favorite song ever a song that really you know gets you and they play it like trash and they put nothing into it and afterwards they're like okay thanks and you're just like i've waited so long to see that like we toured with title fight they are they're they're like they like band wise like I went to see them the day before we started this band because that they they've always made me want to be in a band and watching those guys every night do you know what I mean like they they're the same they put everything out there do you know what I mean and if they're not feeling it they're not feeling it and if they are they are and we've talked with other bands and I've asked them like we did a tour with Balance and Composure and we asked John like why don't you play uh, one song now and he says because I just can't play that anymore because it just doesn't mean anything and that's great even though everybody in the crowd wants to hear that one particular song they won't because it doesn't mean anything and I think that's I'd rather that than go and see a band I really like play a bunch of songs I like half-assed yeah that makes a lot of sense man um, I guess we should probably wrap up now because I think you guys have a lot of press commitments to do or are you I, I don't know what's going on Cool. Well, is there anything else you want to say or anything you want to ask me before we finish? Uh, no, I'm all good, man. I really am. I'm cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies... I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So there you have it. That was Josh from Milk Teeth. He was a lovely, lovely guy, and I'm so glad I got a chance to sit down and talk to him. He's, well... To be honest with you, I was quite surprised at how, how reserved he was in the interview. Before the before I interviewed them, they'd played on the main stage at Heavy and the sound was quite good. The sound was quite good for us, at least out front. On stage, they didn't seem particularly happy with the sound. 
So the performance was probably fraught. It was clear they were quite frustrated on stage, which is fine. Um, you know, I've played on stage before, and if I can't hear anything, it's a fucking nightmare, to be honest. So really, the thing that I'm most surprised about is how reserved he was about that. It did speak a little bit about, you know, the sound before and after the interview, but I'm obviously not going to divulge that on this podcast. Suffice to say, they played, they played a really good show, despite what they might have thought, uh, and... Really, if you get a chance to go see them, you really should. I mean, I can't. It's hard to articulate how fucking loud those guys are live. They just have diamond amps, man, and turn everything up to ten. It's brilliant. Despite them having some issues on stage, they were they were really fucking good. So yeah, lovely guys, lovely guys, and they played a great show, a heavy. So yeah, if you hadn't heard them before, you have heard them now. Go check them out. And if you have heard them before, well done. So yeah. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope you uh, enjoyed the podcast. If you ever get a chance to see them, you should definitely go do that. They absolutely do not disappoint. I feel like a PR person when I'm talking when I'm saying that. Like like I've been paid some fucking cash to to just plug a band. That's totally not the case, man. Like yeah, I just really like them and I thought that chat was cool as fuck and I thought they were cool as fuck. So I'm just gonna play it out now with another song from the Sad Sack EP. This song is the closing track on that EP and it's called Trampoline. So thanks for listening. If you get a wee second, a rating and review on iTunes, it would not go amiss at all. Until next time, bye-bye.